Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Elliot producing our broadcast today. Uh, if all goes according to Hoyle, we're going to talk with J.C. Deacon, Gator men's golf coach. They are SEC champions, and they upset a very, very solid Vanderbilt team uh, to capture the SEC championship. So, Going to get his reaction to that. P.K. Young losing a football coach. Kevin Doling will leave. And we'll talk to Kevin about his decision uh, and where he will go from here. Um, boy, I cannot remember, and I'm sure it's look-upable. I cannot remember the last time that Gator Baseball and Gator softball were swept in the same weekend. And that could happen if Florida doesn't beat Tennessee in softball tonight. What a wild game yesterday. Uh, But Tennessee ended up winning. Uh, And I'm just going to tell you this. If you look at the crazy SEC in baseball, Tennessee blew out Vanderbilt, swept them. Georgia swept Arkansas. South Carolina swept Florida. So it's just been a, a, an Alabama swept Missouri. That's Florida's next opponent. If the season ended now, Ole Miss Believe, how about this? Ole Miss, the defending national champions. They are the defending national champions. They're 3-15 and 15 in the SEC. 3-15. and 15. They would not make the SEC tournament. Neither would Missouri. So this is a weekend, Florida. And, and think about it. Missouri, I think week one, swept. They were 3-0. and oh. Since then, they're 2-13 and 13 in the league. So you would hope the Gators at home could do some damage there. South Carolina, 13-4. Vanderbilt, 13-5. Kentucky and Florida, 11-7. Florida ends the season at Kentucky. In the West, LSU's 12-5. Arkansas is 11-7. Bama is now 9 and 9, Texas A&M is now 9 and 9. Florida has to go to Texas A&M a week after this. So interesting stuff. And if you look at softball, it's even stranger to where Florida is uh in the league because the Gators are below 500 in the SEC. Yeah, and Tennessee is in first place. 
They're 15 and 2 in the league. Florida is 8 and 9 in the SEC. NFL draft. Finally. Finally. Thank God. Will take place and we can finally get your reactions to what happens in the first round. And again, if you have a team that you like and you feel free to call and tell me the person they should draft in the first round and then who you think they'll draft in the first round. Okay? Um, so we had football players, Powell, Ryland, Henderson, among others, going into the transfer portal. Not shocking because I think there's a good up-and-coming receivers. Henderson sees that and a chance to maybe be a bigger factor another place. Well, I was hoping we were going to talk to Coach Deacon, but not here. We'll try to get him. In the meantime, we'll open the phone lines for you, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com uh, and uh, I'm just hoping we get JC here still waiting I don't think is this him no okay all right uh, and I'm also going to talk to you uh, about an incident at the South Carolina game at the end of the game if you missed it Daryl, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you today? All right. Steve, it's just one of them weekends, man, in Columbia, you know, uh, leaving runners on Saturday and couldn't get hits. And uh, it just snowballed uh, Friday night, you know. We got run ruled, and, you know, it seemed like to me it all just went downhill after the so-called double, which why I thought was foul, but the umpire called it a double. It just went downhill after that. Well, but that's what you have to avoid. That that's you, you can't allow, you know, an inning to snowball like that. And unfortunately, even in the big leagues, you know, that happens sometimes. And you also tip your cap once in a while that on this particular weekend, you know, one team is better than the other one. And yeah. it, it could have been worse, really. But, you know, Florida was able to make it close. But you got to move on from this. Steve, uh, you know, there's still a lot of baseball left to play. What's your impression of South Carolina? I think they're a good baseball team, and they could be something to deal with, you know, in maybe postseason. Uh, I think they're good. Uh, what was interesting to me is they did this with three starters not in their lineup. I mean, the bottom half of their lineup was not very good, and they still managed to score. So – if they get those guys back healthy, then uh, they're going to be reckoned with. I mean, that, that freshman, you know, Petrie's a good player. Uh, yeah. they got some pop. Their pitching's decent. You know, Sanders is certainly a top-of-the-rotation ro- top guy. Uh, they're, if they play well, they'll be tough. Yeah. And, you know, just seeing George in person, Steve, I think George is not a bad baseball team. That proved it over the weekend, them sweeping Arkansas and uh, – Wow, Tennessee's bats got really cranked up this weekend beating Vanderbilt. 
the way well, they did. Once again, that that's that's why you got to go play. You know, you just don't know from one weekend to the next. I mean, Tennessee had been left for dead, and Vanderbilt was riding high, and they ambushed them. And this was their season for for Tennessee, and uh, they did well. Okay, Steve. Have a good day. Daryl, appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Going to bring in Gator Men's Golf Coach J.C. Deacon after his team captures an SEC championship, beating a really good Vanderbilt team, among others, to do it. J.C., man, congrats. Steve, thank you so much, man. It was uh, it was crazy waking up this morning. I had to go and peek on the table and make sure that SEC trophy was still there. I, <laughs> I can't believe we did it. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of things had to happen uh, to make that happen. But as you have a, a chance to breathe now, J.C., and look back, what were some of the key points in the match to, you know, have you come out on top there? Well, I think I think the biggest the biggest difference was John Dubois. Um, John was three down through three holes against Reed Davenport, and uh, Reed is just a tremendous player for Vanderbilt. I don't think he's ever lost in, in the match play portion. And um, three down through three is a, a big deficit, and uh, John just has an unbelievable demeanor. And uh, he hung in there all day, certainly didn't have his best stuff. And uh, Ricky Castillo and Matt Kress were able to get us a point. And, and John just hung in there and won 16 to, to tie his match with Reed. And then um, on number 18, he, he made the, the most clutch putt that I've ever seen in person in my life. He made it about a 20-footer um, in front of probably 500 people and just an electric atmosphere. And uh, I will never forget that moment for the rest of my life. Wow, that's, that's coming from a coach. That, that's really cool, too. Let me ask in terms of, um, you know, depending, you, you know how this goes. You play a certain golf course, you know, it, it favors this person, maybe doesn't favor that person. But going forward, getting ready for regionals now, this has got to give you and your team a lot of confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, you know, I think we had a lot of confidence before. Um, we just hadn't won that big one yet. Um, we, we've had this, those four guys, John Dubois, Ricky, Yushin Lin and Fred Biondi, they've been the core of our lineup for three years now. And we've won a lot of tournaments. We just hadn't won a big one. And I think getting over the hump this week and beating beating Vanderbilt in prime time, um, that, you know, it does. It just adds another level to them. And uh, we got to, you know, got to get our feet back on the ground. And, and no one, I told them yesterday, no one's going to hand us a spot to that national championship. We got to go and earn it at regionals. So um, it'll be back to work, but uh, we're, we're going to take a day or two to, to really let this sink in and we're we're the sec champions and that's really freaking cool that is really cool uh you get set for regionals in the middle of may uh for those who are listening how do you find out when do you find out where you go uh i think it's may 4th and they have six different regions around the country they're they're already set and the, the courses are all final and uh it's just it's weird how they do it in golf it's kind of luck of the draw after the top six so that the top six uh, see top six seeds in the country they all they'll all be a number one seed and they try the committee tries to get them in a regional um you know in a in a regional uh area that's that's close to that school um and then after that it's just kind of a reverse snake draft so you get sent um wherever you match up so we we've went as far as um Clee Ellum, washington a few years ago is like almost 24 hours to get there. It was crazy Jeez. how this place was in the middle of nowhere. And then uh, <laughs> last year we were lucky enough to uh, 
to go down to PGA National in, in Jupiter. So um, it's a, a lot of luck, but, uh, you know, I think this, this uh, win this week gets us closer to maybe being a one seed at regionals. So um, we'll see how it shakes out. But, uh, you know, having a veteran team, uh, a lot of experience, it, honestly, it, it doesn't matter where they send us. We're going we're gonna to be prepared to play. JC, I saw something in the release that Matt sent out which I, I thought was kind of cool. Number one, you kind of gave a shout out to Jeremy, you know, for taking a chance on hiring you. But the you know when you hear about culture in athletics, you know, you hear football or basketball, you know, you don't think about it in golf. But you mentioned how some of the guys not in the lineup drove up to help support. That's what culture is all about, isn't it? Steve, I ate. I mean, our guys obviously hit the shots and got the job done, but our eight players, I guess, um, that were reserves and, and weren't playing this week, they drove up on their own dime Saturday morning to come support their boys. And I think that just says everything about where we're at as a program. Um, they didn't have to do that, and they could have been the poor me. I'm not in the lineup. I'm, I'm not doing that. But they came up, and yesterday they were so loud. And I, I will never forget, I had goosebumps when I looked down after John made that putt. Um, they really made the atmosphere special for us and, and kind of gave us that little edge yesterday. And um, I am. It's taken a long time to get to this point, but I am so proud of our culture and so proud of how much our guys care for each other and want to be for, be there for each other. And um, it's special. You know, it's always great to win, um, but to, to win with people you love makes it even better. Cool for them. Cool for you. Cool for Florida. And now uh, getting set for regionals to take place in the middle of May. As you said, J.C., enjoy this for a couple of days. You and the kids deserve that. Thanks for coming on and letting us know about it. Congratulations to you. I will. And, Steve, look what happened. You you put me on the show finally this year in 2023, and we get the win. So I'm, I'm going to blame you for not winning at the first eight. Oh my, well, can we can we do the other way? Can you give me some credit this time for helping to win it? How about that? 100%. There's no doubt this is not a coincidence. I All right, appreciate man. your support. Yeah, thank you, right, JC. Man. Appreciate it. Uh, he, he actually has been on before, I think. But that's, but that's okay. He deserves it now. And uh, it, it's great for him and great for the kids. 1216 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. Gators softball will look to avoid a series sweep during their final game against Tennessee tonight in Knoxville. During Sunday's game, it became the highest-scoring game in series history between Tennessee and Florida with a combined 21 runs and 18 hits. Live coverage of tonight's game will begin at 6.45. Also on Sunday, Florida men's golf brought home its first SEC title in 12 years. After a drama-filled rematch, the Gators took down the number one team in the country, Vanderbilt. Next up in the NBA playoffs, the Miami Heat will take on the Bucks for Game 4 tonight. The Heat currently lead the series 2-1 and will look to turn the record 3-1 after losing Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo due to injuries. Tip-off will begin at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you don't already know about the fantastic work being done at the Roadhaver Boys Ranch in Palatka, let, just, let me just tell you about it for just a second. The Roadhaver Boys Ranch in Palatka houses at-risk young boys from difficult home environments and sustained by donated vehicles, boats, RVs, motorcycles, cars, structures, about any kind of vehicle. And they learn to turn troubled lives into futures full of promise 
with real-life skill because they fix these vehicles up and then they resell them. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Donations are tax-deductible, and it goes a long way towards helping this really great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org, rbr.org. Special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 758 7980 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800-758-7980. Again, 800-758-7980. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With multi-gig speeds coming soon, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. Limited availability in select areas. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we'll open the phone lines for you now. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I'm going to sound like I'm this old curmudgeon, and I'm not. I guess I just have to go back to when I played baseball because this whole thing about pointing to dugouts and 
That's always gone on. I, I, let, let me start by saying that. This is not a new phenomenon. The difference is there's cameras all over the place now that pick this stuff up. When Carolina won the other day, did you see what the pitcher did? Now, maybe it's because it's after the game and the umpires have left. Their relief pitcher turns towards the Gator dugout and goes with his fingers, one, two, three, like sweep. And I know some people are complaining today about Neely and what he did versus what he did. And I'm just wondering if because, for example, at the end of the game, if you get in the line to shake hands and you start fighting, just because the game's over doesn't mean there's not repercussion over that. But at some point, there's got to be some consistency here. Once again, I think there are some people that think Neely shouldn't have been tossed. He should have been, based on a warning that was given. Uh, Tony, golf was unbelievably good. Glad it was on TV yesterday and streaming Saturday. Lost in the big win over Vinny's. How great the guys played against A&M. Two loaded teams we took down. Baseball is another story, but one weekend at a time. Cancel it out with a sweep this weekend. Yep, that is certainly the idea. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve, enjoying the show thus far. Hey, um, the softball wanted that uh, comment and question. I'll listen off there as usual. But um, that meltdown in the bottom of the sixth, I mean, they had a four or five run lead and just total collapse. I mean, we literally went through two pitchers. Tim yanked a pitcher, put another one in, couldn't even get an out. Just your thoughts on that meltdown in this. It seems as if since we've lost that pitching coach to Oklahoma, one, Oklahoma's gotten better, much better, and two, our pitching has gone down. I'm just saying that's just my opinion. I'll listen to your thoughts and comments off air and go Gators. I hope they can win tonight and not get swept. Okay, thank you, Greg. <clears throat> Jen Rocha is who he's referring to. And Jen certainly was terrific here. Um, I think it's more about the style of pitcher here. Um, and right now, you have a situation where Florida does not have a dominant arm. They don't have that Stacy Nelson type pitcher, which some of the other teams in the league do. Now, next year, Florida gets <clears throat> a couple of real power arms in here, Greg. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that, I think, will be more telling. And I do think hitting in the league is a lot better than what it used to be. Once again, it's kind of like baseball. There are more hitters now that hit the long ball. So you don't see two to one, three to two games as much because players are hitting. If, if the ball's being thrown harder, well, guess what? It can go out of the park harder as well. And that's just, you know, 
how it is. If you look at Florida, they lead, lead the league in hitting at 331. And their team ERA is next to last. That's all you got to know, right? Tennessee is only fourth in the league in hitting, but they're number one in pitching. Their team ERA, 1.30, even after last night. Look at the conference stats. It's even more telling. Florida hits 267 in the conference. Tennessee hits just 247 in the league. But pitching-wise, Tennessee 1.68 ERA in the league. Florida at 5.39. That's next to last. Only Kentucky is worse. So, again, to your point, there, there's, there just isn't that dominant arm that hopefully will change next year. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery, because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown. 
From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Highs today under mostly cloudy skies will only climb to near 80 degrees. Despite the cloud cover, though, I do think many areas will escape the day with fairly dry conditions. Rain chances will be with us throughout the afternoon and into the overnight, but they will be a little bit more isolated or hit or miss than anything. A little more widespread rain is likely Tuesday into Wednesday as the cold front that moves through our area stalls nearby. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Me and my youngest son, so we just decided, hey, man, let's go just chill together. So we sitting out on the patio eating. And all of a sudden, I can see the lady coming. You know, my eyes go because it's a crowd of people, you know. But then I, as she get closer, she got the buggy, and there's a damn dog in there. It's like, oh, man. And this is why these dudes don't get off my back. People like that. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Mary Wise. Her Mary Wise Scramble for Kids takes place later on this week. Always a great event to raise money uh, for Pace. Let's get some calls here. We'll start with Joe. Joe, hi. Hey, how about the uh, Rays sweeping the White Sox? I know the White Sox aren't doing well, but a win's a win. Yeah, the White Sox aren't very good, but don't take away what they did. And uh, obviously off to a great, what, 23, 24-game start. You bet. 18-3. Or 19-3. You know, they fought back and won that extra inning game and, uh, you know, showed some uh, determination there. That, that could have easily gone the other way. Well, when you're going well, I think it's easier to do that. And they've not played a great schedule yet. I mean, I'm not taking anything no. away from what they've done, but they've beaten teams they probably should beat. Well, I mean, they've beat them, and their uh, bats have been on fire, uh, 48 home runs for the season. Yeah, well, now they play Houston. Yeah. So – and Houston's not gotten off to a great start. But now we'll see, you know, with Houston, where they go from. They're not going to keep this pace up, obviously. No. Uh, but they're still very good. I mean, this pace would set them on to win 139 games. Right. So that's not heard of. But uh, the uh, their closer, uh, Fairbanks, he, you know, he hasn't given up a run this year yet, okay. going back to last year. That's a pretty good style pitching there. That's been their calling card. You know, their their lineup has, has been the biggest surprise to me. Their pitching, when it's healthy, has always been sort of the strength of their team, but uh, they're swinging it pretty good right now. All right, thanks, Steve. Yep, thank you. Hey, Lou, how are you? I'm doing great, and they're also picking it up uh, out their own defense. Uh, they're playing tremendous defense, and uh, – I know, I know. The like you guys talked about earlier, the schedule. Yeah, it may be not the top flight, but listen, these guys are major league players and they're getting paid. So uh, yeah, tip of the hat to the uh, 
to the Rays, and then I had this weekend. I had one win and two bad losses, and I guess the loss that I heard was the Lightning. And they, they, Steve, their third period, third period, they uh, the Maple Leafs they score in the last minute, and then they score in the last minute of overtime to get us at the end. And I could tell, I could tell during that time we had so many shots on goal, so many ops. And I told the wife, I said, you know what, some nights you're not meant to win. Maple Leafs are going to win this thing because it's just not meant to be. That's just a bad feel I got. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, if you hear <clears throat> Barry Melrose here, when he comes here, he often talks about a hot goaltender, right? And I think it has something to do with it. Um, They've done a great job in goal, and that was a big win for Toronto because they were it was they were really not. I mean, they were in it; they weren't ever out of it, but they weren't playing all that well most of the night. So, getting that win in Tampa for them was big deal. Did you think the Lightning pretty much controlled the match? Yes, that's what exactly yeah. my point. Yes, they. Yeah, I mean, they were down a goal. And yep. I thought Tampa controlled the pace of the play, certainly. Everything. But everything. Give Toronto credit. That's gonna be a t- that's gonna be tough to overcome. I don't know what the residual effect is. Maybe these you know, these guys are professionals. Every night's a new night. But tonight's uh tonight is kinda uh, would you say it's probably the series one if if the lightning win were back in it, if they don't, it could be tough. Uh, oh, it will be uh, tough. If if I mean yeah. I you know, you hate to say unless you're going to be eliminated, something is a must-win. But you don't right. want to go down 3-1, 3-1. especially no, when you're home. No. So, yeah, Amen. That's don't right. That. That's right. And just, just last thing, how great has these playoffs been? It's just crazy good. All the matches, all of them are just crazy good. I can't, I can't get myself away from watching. I, I don't care who's playing. Uh, it's just phenomenal. I just really like I, I called you last week, and just just now getting into it. I love this thing. I just I just love it. It's so much fun. But uh, anyway, enjoy your show and enjoy talking hockey with you. Okay, thank, thank you, you, Lou. Yep. Well, what's also good, unless you're a fan of a team, you want your team to sweep, right? I'm a Ranger fan, and you know they're playing New Jersey, and they're up two one, Winnipeg. Uh, Colorado, those are all 1-2, 2-1. So that makes for good series. Now, if you're rooting for somebody, it's a different story, right? You want them to go ahead and win because when Boston lost game one, oh, boy, they've kind of righted the ship now. Um, but you just you just don't know. And, you know, Carolina has a chance, I believe, I think they're up 3-1 on the Islanders, I think. They have a chance to take that series. Um, and Boston has a chance to beat Florida. But I think the other series are either 2-2 or 2-1. So that's if you like competition, you like it to be competitive. NHL's been that so far. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Steve, uh, real quick, I want to just mention uh, Jags, man. I don't really keep up with the names, but uh, I think we're looking for a cornerback, uh, Ed Rusher, whatever that is. I just want somebody to get to the quarterbacks, but that's what they're looking for, and uh, I don't know the names of them, but that's what I would be happy with. And see, with Tampa, is it rumored that they're looking for a quarterback, and what's your opinion on Trask this year? Does 
is he kind of on the hot seat? Well, he's not on the hot seat because if you're on the hot seat, that means you've done something. Um, no, I didn't mean it that way. Just, yeah. But, I mean, I think it's going to be put up or shut up for him in Tampa. They already had Baker Mayfield there. Oh, yeah. That's so, I forgot about him. Yeah. he's going to be competing. Could they get a quarterback later in the draft? Perhaps. But I think getting Mayfield sends a clear message that if Trask does win the job, then they have a you know a veteran backup there, and if not, if Trask isn't you know up to the task, then they can put a veteran in there and make Trask the backup or trade him. So, you know, yeah, have to wait to see. Well, Steve, I'll leave you with these, and I'll hang up and listen. But my first thing for you to comment on is maybe tell me what you think the Jets are going to do and what Wilson's future. I think that's the quarterback there, and I'll keep going with this. But, uh, Steve, man, I watched the, the Knicks. It's just some reason I like New York teams, maybe rooting against them. But, man, that R.J. Barrett, I've been hearing rumors around New York that they've been sick of him. Last Yesterday he showed up, man, Spike Lee at the game, all in his face, man. That was a big step-up game for you guys. So, I don't know. I'd be a good series with you in Boston. That'd be, I'd love to see that, man. And uh, out west, Steve, I think Phoenix going to step up, man. That KD don't never seem to get old. But I tell you, the series I'm really watching is the Lakers and this Memphis Grizzlies, Steve. It's getting heated, man. Punching in the you know where, and it's getting like a little fighting out there. So good stuff with the NBA. And like the guy say, I'm enjoying my playoffs and also the, the lightning and those other ones. And go raise. All right. Thank you, Byron. Uh, the Jags have been linked to uh, a couple of corners, Ringo being one of them um, from Georgia. Uh, I think they'll. Now, what we don't know is what the rest of the draft is going to do. Uh, Byron already asked. He already asked like uh, twenty questions. I can't remember but two of them. But what are the Jets going to do? Look, in talking to somebody with the Jets, they still think the Rogers trade is going to go down, but it may be on draft night. Because what the Jets have to guard against is Rogers being a one-year guy and retiring. You can't give up all that capital and then get one year out of him. You got to get something else. Um, we'll see. Will Lamar Jackson stay with Baltimore? Will Ryan Tannehill get moved, as is rumored? There are some storylines in this draft which are interesting. And I think Anthony Richardson's going to Seattle. That's my pick. He has a chance to learn from Geno Smith there um, and go from there. Chris Trapasso from CBSSports.com. I'm just telling you, this is him. He submitted uh, his final big board, and if you look at it, he says positional value matters it's baked into his board it's why he's always higher on quarterbacks and lower on running backs number one on his list anthony richardson calls him a more explosive cam newton we'll see john hello Yes, good afternoon, Steve. It's kind of like going on the segue where you just mentioned about Anthony Richardson. I'm watching the 
the talking heads on the the four letter uh, sports scene. Um, they they love him. I mean, uh, Dan Olavsky, he broke. He was breaking down some games where he had like uh, he he put the ball where we we talk about his accuracy, and he was like fifty two fifty two percent percentage completion rate. But it was like he he broke down several uh, games where he was put the ball actually on the money, and and receivers were dropping the ball. So you know, we we as Gator fans. Kind of frustrated with the fact that he couldn't, he wasn't Kyle Trask style of, I guess, putting the ball where we wanted to. But I, I'm high on him to to see. And, and I heard a, a quote on one of these guys. I forget who it was. A couple of weeks ago, he says, "If you're GM and you pick him and he's a bust, it could cost you your job. If sure. he succeeds, but also if he succeeds and you don't pick him." that could cost you your job. So he's in that tween where he could be uh, very dynamite. And if he gets into a right, the right uh, scene, maybe if he goes to Carolina, hurt him, but like Frank Wright, you know, going in there. And uh, I think Jim Calhoun is his offense coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, that he could go in there. And I think he could do very well there. Well, I think what you have to do in any draft, forget that it's Anthony Richardson for just a second, John. Right. A lot of times it takes a couple of years to evaluate a player. Sometimes they can be drafted and be plugged right in and, hey, th- there's good value here. This There's a first rounder. He's starting. He's playing well. Good pick for us. Those are the easy ones. But the ones that aren't as easy are guys that maybe are going to sit and maybe Richardson is going to sit for a year and you know play behind a veteran. Because I think the other thing is you have to look at where uh, a guy is drafted and who's drafting him. To your point about a GM maybe losing his job, if, well, if you already have a great quarterback, you're not going to draft him. Right. You don't need one. So for, some, for a fan of that franchise to say, well, we should have drafted Anthony Richards to see what he's doing over here, no, right, right. you already have you know, a good quarterback here. But if you're looking at a team that, you know, needs a quarterback, doesn't draft him, then you're looking at the scenario I think you're talking about. Yep. Right. And then real quick, the NHL, you, you and Byron or Byron was talking about it. The, the matchup that I'm liking is uh, the Kings and uh, Edmonton Oilers. I mean, the first game, Oilers are up three, three goals, and then they lose the ball game. Last night, I thought, like, well, Kings are going to run away with us. It was 3 nothing. Goes overtime. And Oilers uh, even up the score, so I'm I'm interested to see how that that shapes out. That's a great series. All right, appreciate you, John. Hey, thank have you a good one, man. Your, yep, thank you for your call. Uh, again, keep the calls. Lots of different calls today: hockey, baseball, football. That's great. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com twelve forty five. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. Gators softball will look to avoid a series sweep during their final game against Tennessee tonight in Knoxville. During Sunday's game, it became the highest scoring game in series history between Tennessee and Florida with a combined 21 runs and 18 hits. Live coverage of tonight's game will begin right here at 645. Also in Gator sports, Florida baseball will take on UNF for a midweek matchup tomorrow at home. 
In the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs continue as the Tampa Bay Lightning will look to even the series against the Maple Leafs today. The Lightning are looking to recover after losing two games straight, the most recent with an overtime loss due to the Leafs' Morgan Riley's winning goal. Tonight's game will begin at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. To all you healthcare workers out there, don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it happen. Make it a reality. Right now, my healthcare federal credit union has super low rates for new and used boats, campers, RVs, and all types of power sport vehicles. Now, if you already own one, try refinancing it because they've got rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card, too, of up to $100. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has been helping Florida healthcare workers for years, helping their families as well, right here in Gainesville. I have banked with My Healthcare Federal Credit Union for over 30 years. To find out more, simply visit myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org. More than 50,000 distracted driving crashes occurred last year in Florida. And sadly, close to 300 people involved in those crashes never made it home. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. It puts everyone in danger. The text can wait. Put it down and focus on driving. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back. Up singers. Backing you up. So I ordered Mexican for my team at work. With vegetarian options for Jerry. And I'm in a meeting and I remember Jerry's vegan. The so I text Easy Cater and they reply, no prob, we got this. Fix it for you. Sometimes I get vegetarian and vegan confused. Kind of like Austria and Australia. Geography is not just your suit. Dietary needs. Easy Cater has your back with over 100,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 on easycater.com and no. We got your back. You know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of general tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Mike says, after watching the play of the first and second string quarterback, 
it looks like Napier is going to run the slow, methodical, run-the-clock, must-cham offense. He surprised all of Florida's receivers are not in the transfer portal. Sam says, congrats to your Knicks on the upcoming series win after Wednesday. Cavs have been out-hustled and out-coached by Tibbs. Cavs have wilted under the pressure and not made it a close series at all. Softball has to pretty much rely on uh, Trilicek as the only one left in the circle. Lexi can't locate the strike zone. Teams have caught up to Hightower. Tough to see that our hitting's come around, but now the pitching can't sustain it. Hoping for the best for this softball team is what it is. Yep. Um, Interesting today, not much comment about Gator baseball. Want to chime in? Your thoughts on where this team is right now? 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com as it was a crazy uh, weekend in baseball. No question uh, about that. And you could just see now um, what's happened. And here is where D1 Baseball has its latest poll. LSU, still number one. South Carolina is now number three. And here's the respect they have for Florida. The Gators just got swept, and they fall one spot to number four. Respect for Vanderbilt, too. They were swept by Tennessee. They fall one spot to five. Arkansas was just swept by Georgia. They fall just two spots to number seven. So count them, five SEC teams in the top ten. Kentucky drops from 13th to 15th. Miami's ranked. They go up one to 16th. And Tennessee, which was not ranked, back ranked again. They're 24th after sweeping Vanderbilt. So, once again, a whole bunch of teams uh, from the SEC are there. The team that make the biggest jump, Boston College. They move up nine spots from 20th to 11th. And three teams, actually four teams that weren't ranked, move in. West Virginia, Dallas Baptist, Duke, and the aforementioned Tennessee. So that's the latest. So even though Gator baseball got swept, you can see there's respect there for them. They moved down just one notch. And Stephen just says that. If you had to guess today, you think Florida would be a top eight seed? Uh, yes, but they they got to go on the road. And I don't think they play anybody else. I don't think Kentucky can sweep Florida on the road. I don't think A&M can sweep Florida on the road. I think Florida certainly can sweep Missouri. 
you know, based on the way they're playing. So, no, I don't think Florida, unless they just go into free fall here, um, I think they'll be a top eight seed today. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve, what's up, man? Um, Steve, you could say it was respect shown to Florida, but you could also say that the numbers three, four, five, seven, and eight teams in the nation all got swept. Sure. And Florida was the only one that played a ranked team. Yep. So they got swept at number six. Right. So just based on that, they shouldn't have fallen pretty much to where they fell pretty much. I Uh, thought they'd fall a little bit. I thought they would fall more than one spot, but I didn't think they would fall big time. No. I didn't think that you could bump up a, a Campbell or a Coastal Carolina up to top five based on, you know, mid-major with the type of schedule that they're playing. Just not yet. You know, maybe a little bit too early to bump one of those two up to top five. But, Steve, listen, man, there's a tenant in football, right? Blocking and tackling wins your ball game. You could say in baseball it's throwing strikes and swinging at strikes. And right now we're having a darn time throwing strikes, Steve. Um, we pitched only 24 innings in this series. And in those 24 innings, we had 24 walks and a handful of hit by pitches. You don't really have to worry about the bottom of the order too much when you're giving up a free pass and a half almost every inning, Steve. they got to get that fixed, man. I don't know how, but they got to get that fixed. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, in, in SEC games, Florida's ERA is nearly six. And you know what's weird? If you look at LSU, number one ranked team in the country, do you know what their team ERA is in the league? Almost six. Almost six, but they hit. You know, they hit 284 in the league. Florida hits, I think, 250-something in the league. But you're right. That's got to change. And that hasn't changed, man. Yeah, LSU hits, and they got that that big hoss there who's their ace schemes. He's he's just almost automatic. The guy's going to be the first pick for sure. Steve, um... I know Sully does the pitching coach in pretty – that's what he did his uh, bread and butter on. But do you think Cop's on the clock here, Steve? Uh, I don't know. I, I when, when I look at this team, it just seems like every time they walk somebody, it comes back to hurt them. I know it's not like that, but it seems like that. And, I felt the same way. you know, is that on a pitching coach? Is that on the particular – you know, pitcher, I mean, pitching coaches like coaches are responsible for, you know, what their product is, um, and that's got to get better. But it, the lowest ERA in the league, in league games, is still over four. That's the lowest. Think of that. Mm-hmm. That's what hitting is now in our league, right? And Missouri Correct. is the worst hitting team in the league. They're hitting 215 in league games. So if you're ever going to get well – from that perspective, this is the weekend to do it. Yeah. At home, this is the week to go for that sweep. We really got to go for it just to make up for this past weekend. Yeah, the the uh, pitching, it's just the throwing strike thing has been like a narrative here for the last couple, two or three years. We had the Timmy Manning kid had all the potential in the world, and he just couldn't throw strikes. And it just was like almost everybody that comes out of that bullpen Every freshman has problems throwing strikes, and um, it's becoming a problem, man. Steve, the New York Jets, I think they're going to go with Paris Johnson. The, uh, I do, too. tackle for Ohio State. I do, too. And I think it'll be a – yeah, and I think it'll be a slam dunk pick. Um, you need to get that protection, especially after you whipped on uh, Beckton. That guy's just never going to 
get over the injuries, Steve. So I think um, Paris Johnson is going to be the pick and should be the pick and uh, team him up with Aaron. And I think uh, we got the makings of a kickball offense, man. What you think? Yeah, good. I mean, once again, you know, if, if the kid that got hurt at running back last year comes back and he's healthy, you know, that's certainly good. The receiver core seems to be a bit better. And if Rodgers is even, you know, three-quarters of the, a great Aaron Rodgers, that's way better than what they had, you know, previously. So you would think the offense would be better. Yes. You bet. All right, Steve-O. Take care, buddy. Tony, thank you. Elijah, um, would you ask if he can call back? I want to give him more than a minute, and I have a guest come up at the top of the hour, and I want to get to him. Um, speaking of the walks, Florida in SEC play has walked 108 only one other team has walked more in the league. That's Auburn. So that's got to get better. You know another team that walks a lot of uh, players? Kentucky, a team Florida plays down the road. They walk 102 in league play. And Texas A&M, another team Florida plays on the road, walks 103. So there's a common thread there among some of the teams that Florida has left on its schedule. We thank Gator Men's golf coach J.C. Deacon for being here. Uh, and we're going to talk at the top of the 1 o'clock hour to a football coach in the area who's leaving. And then we'll open the phone lines for you to call and talk some sports. Hour 1 of Sports Scene in the Books. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talonwell for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com Allen Private Wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Yeah, 
like to move it. At the United States Postal Service, we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving. With new shipping options to deliver better value, greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers, more confident shipping with new informed delivery features, and new electric vehicles for a cleaner, brighter future. Fast, reliable, perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. Learn more at USPS.com slash moving forward. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Elliot is producing it. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us and talk sports. Heard from Gator men's golf coach J.C. Deacon in the first hour coming off a thrilling SEC championship in golf. First time that's happened since 2011. So congratulations to Gator men's golf. They now await going to a regional here in the month of May. Well, as you know, if you listen for a long time, I always try to spotlight our area high schools and the coaches because I was once that way back in the day. And uh, we like them when they are hired, but sometimes they leave. And that's the case with PK Young's football coach, Kevin Doling, who now joins us. Kevin, welcome. Um, just just saw this today. Um, you, you, had a good, you had a good tenure at, at PK Young. Uh, what went into the decision for you to move on? Steve, I appreciate you having me, bud. It's been a little bit, uh, you know, so with PK, um, you know, I went to undergrad at University of Florida, so I spent quite a few years when I was a younger man, and uh, that's when I first got with PK Young. And now that I've returned, you know, it's uh, there's been quite a few things that went into the decision, uh, but really it's, it's time for me to, I guess, mature and, and really try and set my roots into a city where I believe I can grow up and uh, grow older as a man. Uh, you know, there's there's things going on at PK that I, I didn't quite agree with, and I, I think that was a, a big cause as well. But and the, the majority of my uh, my purpose is, is finding a place that I feel like I can really settle down and and develop and, and continue to grow. Well, for those folks who are listening, Kevin, what's next now? So I will be uh, heading over to St. Augustine. As a matter of fact, I'll be working with uh, the Tacoy Creek Toros. I'll be the offensive coordinator there. They just hired a new head coach, Zach Harbison, who's going to do an amazing job. Uh, the school is uh, only two years old at this point, so they're expecting a big, excuse me, a big influx of students coming in. I think we're going to be a really good group of guys. I've met with the coaching staff quite a few times now, and uh, we got day one of spring football, so uh, we're excited, and I'm, I'm really excited for the opportunity to be a part of that group. It's, it's going to be a good time. Uh, you know, obviously there are things that can happen, as you mentioned, without going into those, but you do make the relationships with the kids. I'm sure that wasn't the easiest thing to leave, however. Uh, that was always the hardest part. I mean, I still, uh, when I moved to Texas quite a few years ago, I remember I actually still had the video of me saying goodbye to the kids, and, and I couldn't imagine. Uh, I, I know my last uh, month of school at PK is going to be tough. You know, it's going to be a lot of goodbyes and a lot of tears, and, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the business is having to say goodbye at some point. Um, you know, I, I, I'm thankful for my time at PK. I'm thankful for the relationships I've built. Like you said, you know, that was always kind of my strong suit is, is being involved with the student body and, and making sure that uh, they know I care and they know I love them. And, you know, that's, you know, that's what I hang my hat on. So I'm, a, I'm aware of the fact that I'll have to say goodbye and it'll be tough. But, I'm, you know, I'm excited for the future. And you should be. Um, offensive coordinator, you know, you head coach 
and offensive coordinator now. Uh, down the road, Kevin, do you want to be a head coach again? Yeah, you know, I think I do. Um, you know, there was a time where I was actually uh, debating if I wanted to get into college sports as well. Um, but right now, I'm, I'm happy with the position. I'm happy to be working with Zach Harbison over at Sequoy. Uh, but I do potentially believe, you know, within the next uh, maybe five years or so, I'm, I might uh, take another run at being a head coach again. You know, being an offensive coordinator, I think, is, is really a cool thing because, you know, you can establish what you want to do and, you know, call your plays and that sort of thing. Uh, has that always – has offense always been your background? Yeah. So, you know, I grew up playing quarterback, and uh, that was kind of my strong suit is developing the quarterback at P.K. Young. You know, if you look at the last three quarterbacks that we've had, they've all done a phenomenal job. And, and you know, like you said, being an offensive coordinator gives me the opportunity to finally really settle into one focus and – and that's where I get to be creative. You know, that's, that's the fun spot for me. You know, even as a head coach, I was still calling plays and, and running the offense, but now it really gives me time to just settle in on one aspect of the game. And, you know, I've always wanted to be in the box as well and call it from the box, so that'll be exciting for me as well. You know, I'm, I'm excited about the situation that we have at the, uh, at the Coy. Kevin, I was always an offensive guy too and, and drew up ball plays and called plays, and I love that. Do you just sit and doodle? Do you, do you look at other schools, what they do? How do you come up with your offensive philosophy? Oh, man, you know, with, with the uh, way social media is these days, <laughs> yeah. the app that you can get into, it's really a rabbit hole that I, uh, I get stuck going down quite a few times a week, honestly. You know, it's always fun to learn from what's, uh, what's being successful at the college level and, and seeing what can translate easily into the high school level as well. You know, it's, it's a never-ending process of learning and getting better. You know, there's no one's creating anything on their own anymore. It's always it's already been done, and you want to see what's uh, what's being done that's successful at, at this uh, day and age. So, you know, it's it's fun to uh, continue to learn. It's fun to be creative on that side. I'm going to leave you with this um, because at the college level, you know, everybody looks at what offenses do, and you know, if a play is successful or not, that's what fans ultimately judge that on. But what's something about being a coordinator or a play caller that maybe the average fan doesn't doesn't realize? Because you got to make those calls, you know, in a split second. What, what, what's fun about doing that, and, and what do fans not realize about what goes into being an offensive coordinator? It's it's the complexity. Uh, you know, there's so much, so many different thought processes that could play out to what you call next. You know, half the time I'm looking three to four drives in advance in reality. You know, it's, it's not just right now and what's going to happen the next play, but it's how do I want to set up another play right now? You know, and it's, there's times where I'm picking on a certain player on the defense or picking on a certain space on the defense, and there's just so much that can go into what I, uh, what I draw up or what I call for the next play. Well, Kevin, I've appreciated our relationship and your time at PK, and I wish you a lot of luck over there, and uh, thanks for taking time to talk to us here, and be safe getting there. Thanks for everything, Steve. I appreciate you, buddy. Okay, Kevin. Thank you. Good guy. Uh, Kevin Doling leaving P.K. Young uh, to be the new offensive coordinator at Tekoy Creek. And, you know, he was very candid. Um, I, I will say this. When I coached uh, baseball at a particular school, um, I did not see eye to eye uh, at times with – uh, the person that was in charge, and that, that just happens sometimes. Uh, and for the betterment of both parties sometimes, it's best that you move on. I went to another school, and uh, 
had a great time there. Uh, won a district there. So uh, it just sometimes you just have to make a move like that. All right, the rest of the day, it's us. Call us up, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Andrew says, what's worse, being a negative fan like Mike or being a denial fan like, for instance, a Vikings fan who brings up 1998 NFC Championship game and keeps thinking it's their year to win it? Well, I mean, I can bring up the Jets' Super Bowl, which now is you know, a thousand miles away. You always hope, you always hope, Andrew. That's that's the whole idea uh, of being a fan. Art says we haven't hitting the same since Wyatt was hurt. Is he a hundred percent? No, I don't think he's a hundred percent, but he's good enough. Uh, what's the status of Ty Evans? I don't know what that means. He's playing. I don't know what status means. Um, relievers have been inconsistent all year. Seem to get out hit and out pitched in the close games when we need it most. Hope we improve soon. Again, Art, you're talking about the number four team in the country, according to D1 Baseball. So it isn't like they're gone from, you know, fourth to 34th. Um, let's see. Kevin says, Steve, disappointing to see what baseball did over the weekend, but I agree those losses could have turned, uh, depending on a pitch or, or something else in the game. Got to make hay with Missouri. That's right. I mean, you – but I, will, I think Kevin O'Sullivan would – if he was sitting next to me, he would tell you this. You cannot take anybody in this league lightly. You just cannot do that. Um, and then uh, Ben wants to know, would there be any change in the pitching rotation? No. I don't, I don't foresee that changing. I think it's going to be the same three Florida's had the weekend – all year, it's. I, I understand, and I know you know when you don't look at um, other teams and you look at what your team does. I understand. South Carolina leads the SEC in team run run average. Their their strength is pitching. Three point two three is what it is. LSU leads the league in hitting. 322. Florida's second at 308. Florida in team ERA, though, is at 5.12. And think about this five teams are worse. Missouri is just ahead of Florida at 5.04. But AM, Ole Miss, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Auburn statistically, are worse on the mound than Florida. And what just happened? A&M just got to 500 in the league. Georgia, who had been having trouble pitching all year, suddenly finds it a little bit, and they swept Arkansas. So pretty interesting when it comes down to, you know, some of the things that have happened here, and we'll see where they go from here. 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Evan Fleischer. Gators softball lines up against SEC rival Tennessee tonight in Game 3 of their three-game series in Knoxville. 
The number four ranked Vols overpowered the Gators in the first two games of the series, winning by a slim 11-10 on Sunday. The Gators have to make some changes if they want to avoid the series sweep. Catch our coverage of the game starting tonight at 645. The Gators men's golf team was crowned the 2023 SEC champions on Sunday after a heated match came down to the 18th hole. John Dudois came up with a 15-foot putt to close out their victory over number one team in the country, Vanderbilt. In Florida baseball, the Gators suffered a sweep by number six, South Carolina, this past weekend. The Gamecocks closed out their first game in seven innings and continued to dominate the rest of the series. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency. Been telling you about those good folks for a long time now. I don't endorse anything I don't use or believe in. And I have purchased several vehicles over the years from Southeast Car Agency. They've all been terrific for me. I think they'll do the same for you. Go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville and check out the wide selection of vehicles they have on their lot. They want to make sure you have the widest selection to choose from. You make the choice you want at the price you're wanting to pay. Their sales staff never tries to hard sell you. They work with you to make sure you get the vehicle that you're wanting. If you want to just go online and check them out before you go, secars.com, that's the place to go. And you can check out the vehicles that way, and all the information is there for you. Remember, the Cousins family has owned and operated this business for 40-plus years. That tells you something. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than Exceptional Dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery. Because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change too. 
Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change any time. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com slash internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Floridians love boating with family and friends, exploring our state's amazing waterways. But even experienced boaters can lose sight of the risks of passengers standing or sitting in improper locations. Bow riding by passengers of any age is extremely dangerous. Be sure that passengers only sit or stand in designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. 3928255. Nobody's done this today. I'm not shocked. If you have a favorite NFL team, tell me who you think they will draft in round one, who you would like them to draft in round one. Elijah, welcome. Hey, Steve. Uh, Want to talk a little bit of baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, it hurts seeing the South Carolina losses. You know, in terms of hidden, I'm not too worried. We've seen, you know, Josh has had pr- pretty much the season of his life. Caglione's been hitting well. You know, Wyatt and uh, Wyatt and Robert uh, Michael have been hitting well. I'm not too worried. But pitching, it seems like we've seen this trend of we saw it in the Auburn game, we saw it in the Georgia game, the USF game, where we have one inning where we just fall apart and we can't get it back together. Yeah, I mean, I, you can take a look at every team in this league, including LSU, because they've got pitching issues too, and probably say the same thing. The question is going to be, you know, when, A, can it get corrected? And B, if it doesn't get corrected, then when does it come up to bite you? Yeah, and we, we saw it came to bite us here. Uh Hopefully getting Neely back in a couple – and he has, I think, one more game. He's got to set out right. Hopefully having him back will help. We'll see if the rest of the bullpen can get it together. Hopefully we can find the strike zone. Yeah, that's the key because if he – when he's available, he's at the back end. Now, Sully will use him for two and three inning, you know, relief appearances, not necessarily the – you know, the closer that just pitches the ninth inning or the seventh inning or whatever it is, but they got a bridge to him. And Florida starters have, you know, just gone six innings, you know, mostly. So you got to get a bridge. It looked like Abner, and then he had, a you know, a bad outing. So you just hope they can find some consistency there. Yeah. I think it's especially hurt seeing we've seen such flashes of Abner had a pretty good series against Tennessee, and we've seen Sproat had a really good se- uh, starting series against Bama, but hopefully we can see a little bit more consistency. That's all i got for you, Steve. Thank you. Okay, appreciate you. 
William says, I've been hoping these guys snap out of it, but we've got to make a move on BT and Evans. They're hitting 193 and 080 in SEC play. What makes it worse for BT, not only is he not hitting, 11 guys have stolen bases on him in league play. He's thrown out zero, and he leads the league in past balls. These aren't opinions. These are facts. Great kid, great leader, but he's killing the team now, both offensively and defensively at bare minimum. You can't hit him in the five-hole anymore. Thoughts? Well, he was hitting in the four-hole uh, the other day. If I, I understand why Sully's doing that, left, right, left, right, all that sort of thing. Um, but I guess if if you think that, and I'm going to throw this out. If Sully's listening to me, he might think I'm nuts. Probably does. But if you move Curland back in the leadoff spot and you can drop Langford, right, then they just don't have another lefty bat unless you drop Caglione down. So if you don't care that it's because if you don't do the left-right, left-right stuff, that leaves you vulnerable. If you Let's say you have three straight or four straight right-handed hitters. Well, now you bring a righty in, and that guy can stay in a long time. But I get the point. And the good news here, William, is Sully has tinkered with the lineup before. We, we're seeing Luke Heyman get more at-bats now right then because he's hitting and it's funny when you hit when you hit you you find a way to stay in the lineup so maybe if you put Curlin at one and then you hit Langford two do you hit Caglione three Rivera four Heyman five and then go that way we will see D, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Steve? Good Monday to you. Yep. Uh, NBA, man. Um, you know, I I haven't seen this uh, these playoffs been plagued by a lot of injuries, man. It's, yes. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> I know we get some every year, but man, this is uh, this is crazy. Uh, first of all, Steve, I got to tell you, man, the uh, the Kawhi Leonard Clipper era has to be one of the biggest failures in NBA history because. The guy's never available, man. And, uh, you know, they gave up Paul uh, for Paul George. They gave up five first-round picks and Shake Julius Alexander. And they're going to be bounced again in the first round. And and Russell Westbrook has been, you know, been playing out of his mind the last <laughs> Sure year. has. Yeah. yeah, but he can't he can't do it by himself, man. And it's, uh, you know, availability is, is part of uh, is part of the job description. And, you know, him, uh, Joel Embiid is hurt again, just like he was last year, man. It's just, it's just certain guys this time of year, man. You just you just know they're not going to be available for their teams. Yeah, and it's you know what? Russell Westbrook's a lot of things. I'm kind of happy for him, you know, going through all that he went through. Some of that's self-inflicted, let's be honest. But, you know, he's playing better than, better than he has in years. But... You're right. The Clippers just between injury and whatever that it thing is, 
just not getting it done. Yeah, um, I tell you, Steve. Anybody that's not watching the Kings, uh, I mean, yeah, Kings Warriors series, they're missing out, man. Because uh, man, yesterday was just a hell of a game, man. The the Warriors are a proud, stubborn group, and it's going to take uh, everything Sacramento's got to beat them. Because I just think, Steve, they wasted a golden opportunity yesterday to kind of put their foot on their throat. And I just think the longer the series goes, Steve, I think it favors the veteran team because they've been there, they've done that, especially if you're a champion. When you, you've been there and done that, you don't get rattled, uh, and, and, you, and you know the little things uh, to do down the stretch of these games, and I think that's what cost Sacramento. But these, these next however long this series goes, man, it's, it's going to be a hell of a fight to the finish. And what people that don't follow the NBA don't realize here is that Steph Curry almost had a Chris Webber moment. Yes. Because <laughs> he called that timeout when they didn't have any. And that's, you know, a veteran player doing that. And then they scored right away off that. And I thought, oh, no, this is going to go down as, you know, one of the most brutal playoff losses for a guy in Curry who's been so great. And yet they found a way to win, and this will be forgotten now. But it could have been terrible. Yep, yep. So, uh, and your Knicks, man, they look, uh, they look pretty good, man. The city's on fire. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's I'm glad because New York, when look any city when its team does well is electric, but that place is electric when they do well. And you know, I don't know, I don't know much about Cleveland, but the the Knicks just have in against Cleveland. I don't know. It's just something that the Cavs are lacking. I don't know what it is. You know, Mitchell hasn't been great for them either, you know, for Cleveland. And even when the Knicks star, you know, has an off game, they still find a way to win. And that 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 because I don't think the Knicks would have done that in the past. They're doing it now. Right. And Cleveland is their bench, Steve. Their bench is terrible. Uh and they have uh two bigs that can't create their own shot and and the Knicks are just punking them, man. They're just more physical. So, And I just think that, that Madison Square Garden crowd, that electricity we talked about, uh, you know, Cleveland is shook, man. It's, it's, You've got to have some kind of guts to play in that arena uh, as the opposing team. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But thanks for the conversation, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, D. Thank you. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Shirley. Copper Gator, you are next in line. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between 
between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 750 758-7980 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800-758-7980. Again, 800-758-7980. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive. They get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Out of your car. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Highs today under mostly cloudy skies will only climb to near 80 degrees. Despite the cloud cover, though, I do think many areas will escape the day with fairly dry conditions. Rain chances will be with us throughout the afternoon and into the overnight, but they will be a little bit more isolated or hit or miss than anything. A little more widespread rain is likely Tuesday into Wednesday as the cold front that moves through our area stalls nearby. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. People want to grab a hot take, whether it's true or not. But when you say he goes to the Manning Passing Academy, I don't care. I don't know. You know, he didn't show up for the Manning Passing Academy. And then you hear because they would be like, that's not a way a franchise quarterback should conduct himself. (laughs) 
The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, the home stretch of our Monday edition of Sports Scene. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, Steve, I'll touch base on your question first. I'm a Bucks fan. I think they're going to draft a running back, Brian Johnson, or Brian running back from Texas is going to get drafted. I think that's Robinson. Take. Okay, yep. Robinson. Yep. I think that's who they're going to go with, build that backcourt up a little bit. They need a running game to help either whoever their starting quarterback is going to be this year, um, whether it's Mayfield or Trask or whoever they're going to pick up randomly. So um, whether I think they need that, I think that would be a great pick at that time. So I'll go there first. Uh, the, the second thing that I want to talk about, which, you know, Steve, I'd like for you maybe to explain it to the average fan that doesn't watch – golf as much as 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 much as like football or basketball or one of the major sports there at uf the sec tournament is one of the most grueling in my opinion of all the sports that are out there um maybe maybe sec baseball tournament's pretty grueling tool but when you play three three rounds back-to-back back days to set your seating and then on saturday you play two 18 hole match play events followed up by a sunday match play event it's grueling on the players, and, and this is an accomplishment that hasn't been done in 12 years, and there's so much kudos that, that go to that. No question. Uh, and you beat uh, a terrific team in Vanderbilt to win it as well, and Florida hadn't won it, I think, since 2011. Um, you know, it's funny. A friend of mine, uh, I kind of made that point um, because he said, you know, sarcastically, well, it's about time Florida won an SEC, and I pointed out that, you know, swimming and gym. I mean, uh, anyway, and I said, yeah. you know, it takes a lot to win that because if you ke- yeah. if you win, you keep playing. And he said it's just, he's not a golfer. I mean, not that I am, but it, it's just golf. Well, I don't care. If you're on a golf yeah. course for that long and for that many days, and yes, 18, 19, 20 years old, I get it. But you've got to concentrate. You've got to, you know, the, whatever the conditions are from a, a weather standpoint, what the other teams are doing. Yes, that's a big accomplishment. And that's why Coach Deacon, when he was here today, was so excited. No, and, and, that, and that's the thing, too. These guys have worked their tail off. This is, this is a pretty good squad. I, I actually go out there and watch, uh, you know, when they do the, the Vistar National Gator, Gator Tournament out there and enjoy that. I mean, that's a great event. But, I mean, Steve, you know, to get redemption on Vandy, who they lost to, Last year in the SEC championship is just another is just another feather on the cap, you know. And you know these guys going into you know the NCAA regionals and they'll go there. I believe they can make a run at a national championship in this in this golf team, at least for an individual, if not for the team. Um, because once you get to the final final eight, then you're back to match play. And I think that's where this team excels is the depth they have there. And so I just wanted to call and give them kudos. I know that we get a lot of kudos for other departments and other and other sports for the Gators and. These guys deserve every bit of recognition they get, and we'll talk to you later, man. Okay, yep, thank you. And that's why we had Coach Deacon on today. Um, And, yeah, I mean, look, they played Wednesday, played Thursday, played Friday, and uh, that's pretty good. And then you play uh, some other golf as well. There's a lot 
going on there. And the 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, twice, and the 23rd. That's a lot of golf. I mean, if you, if you love golf, you love that. The good news is they have until the middle of May now to recoup and all of that. But still, a terrific accomplishment for those guys. All right, let's get some calls, emails to wrap it up today. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Dan says, uh, tough weekend for both Gator baseball and softball so far. Uh, a lot of the talk's been about baseball, but what's going on with softball? They just don't pitch it. it it's funny. Both teams hit it pretty good. And I think it's been the pitching that's been spotty for both baseball and softball. And the rest of the league is pretty good this year. I mean, think about it. I mean, a Georgia team that won one game here last weekend goes home and sweeps Arkansas. And what, what was their issue? Pitching. Well, they can hit. They're an older team. They're a dangerous team because of that, right? Same thing with South Carolina. You knew going there they could pitch it. They pitched it. But and they got they didn't hit the they didn't hit great, but they got timely hits and give them credit for doing what they did. I, I'm gonna say this again. If you look at the standings, okay, Carolina has now a two-and-a-half game lead over Florida, if my math is right, okay? Vanderbilt is a half game out in the East. Tennessee is 8-10 and now and had to sweep Vanderbilt to get to that point. LSU has a a game-and-a-half lead over Arkansas, and they're three-and-a-half up over Alabama, and Texas A&M. And I look at what a team has done lately, okay? In their last 10 games in the SEC, there are four schools that are 7-3. and three. South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. There are... There's two teams, six and four, A&M, Mississippi State. At five and five over their last ten, Florida, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Auburn. The team that's worse in their last ten, Ole Miss, three and seven. Missouri comes in four and six in their last 10, the longest losing streak of anybody belongs to Vanderbilt. Vandy had a terrible week last week. They lost a midweek game, got swept by Tennessee. They've lost four in a row. So the the longest active winning streak in the SEC is four games. That's it. That's how competitive the league is. That's how tough the league is so and this week by the way midweek um oh that i'm sorry next weekend 
Um, some interesting games and series. Georgia has a chance to get well. They go to Ole Miss. Kentucky plays Vanderbilt. And Texas A&M plays Arkansas. And Mississippi State at Tennessee, you would think Tennessee would do. State's playing a little bit better. They've got six league wins now. But as I said, Ole Miss and Missouri would be the teams to not make the SEC tournament if that were done today. Uh, Jimmy says, do you think the Gators are a top eight national seed kind of team? Yes. Today. Yes. The SEC gets a lot of life. I mentioned this earlier. D1 baseball had a bunch of teams that were swept, only lose one or two spots. A lot of respect for the league. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, got an NFL draft question or two for you today. Mm-hmm. Steve, a uh, million-dollar question. What's your latest guess? If you've already said this, I apologize. Turn on a little late here. Where do you think AR winds up? Seattle. At five? Uh, five or six, whatever it is, yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess um, you're thinking the Bama dude and Stroud and Levis, one, two, three, and then the, the Cardinals have make a trade or something? I, I just think that that's the way it's going to shake out. I'm not sure how it's going to shake out there, but I think that's where he's going to end up. Yeah, okay, so Seahawks at five. I, whatever the number is, he's going to – I don't care if it's 27, he's going to the Seahawks. Yeah, and, and that's a, and they, uh, Geno Smith had a big year last year, so they probably that's not going to continue. So they're they're needing a quarterback either pretty soon. So that makes sense. Yeah, and I think he has a chance to sit and learn, you know, from an established veteran who had a nice year last year. Maybe Pete Carroll finds a way to get him some plays in a game, and then you know he goes from there. Do you want to throw a, a way it's going to shake out, Steve? Do you want you want to go that far with it, like Levis? I'm seeing a lot today about Levis going number two. Well, it was just last week where Levis was dropping like a stone. So, I mean, you know, where do you go, right? How, how do you know? I mean, I think Bryce Young is going to be number one. That I'm, I'm, if I were going to bet, I'd bet that. After that, who knows? Okay. One uh, general manager question for you, Steve. Um, usually if the owner wants a dude, you're going to draft the guy the owner wants. That's how that goes, of course. But general managers, you know, three, four, five years down the road, they have a career to look out for, too. And I would assume nobody wants to be the guy that drafted Jamarcus Russell or, you know, Tim Couch was a big bust. Um, do how, do how do general managers protect themselves in the industry, Steve, if a pick is made, especially a very high-profile pick that they disagree with? Do they get a piece of paper, maybe says, I, it was my official recommendation to hire this guy, maybe have the owner sign it. How do general managers protect themselves in the industry from a bad pick? I don't think there's any kind of paper that gets signed, but you have to take a look at, if you're going to judge a general manager, then you also have to judge that relationship with the owner. And I'll just challenge you with this. Can you name an owner, top of your head, that demanded that somebody take a pick? Well, no, but I mean, do you no. want to be the guy that drafted Tony? Do you want to be the guy that drafted Tony Mandrich as a GM? Well, that's, you're asking a different question, right? The question yeah, you well, asked not, was not about. Really. Yeah, you are. Asking how do you? I'm asking how do you protect yourself as a general manager? They're as important as head coaches are. You, you don't protect, do you protect yourself, yourself. But the the way that you the way you asked the question 
was including the owner in that. Take that out. Because I don't, I mean, I'm not saying it's never happened because an owner can say to a general manager, I want you to draft this person. And we'd all be naive to think that hasn't happened. But as a general manager, you don't protect yourself because that's your history. That that that's what that shows, right? That's a decision you made. Now you can say, well, somebody in the front office overruled me. I didn't really want to draft him. But in the end, you own it. You own it. Well, you you, you own it, but you didn't buy it. Is what you're saying. I'm, 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 in I'm some cases, say, yes, but not all. A gen, that's a general manager's job. It's what they get hired for, Mike? No, I mean. Uh, no, I think we're, you're not understanding my question. Look, let's say you're the GM of the Seahawks and, and the owner of the Seahawks wants Richardson. I, I understand your question. I just answered it. I would. Would you like to, human nature, Steve? Would you like to get blamed in your career for something you didn't do? That's a different. I just explained that to you. Well, that's my question. I don't think you're understanding my question, Mike. Thank you for your call. Yes, I did. Thank you. You don't understand the answer, Mike. That's the trouble. 146, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nate Bilgeray. Gator softball looks to get back in the win column after two straight defeats to the Tennessee Vols this past weekend. Tune in right here tonight at 645 for live coverage of the game. Out on the golf course, the Gators golf team defeated the Vanderbilt Commodores this past weekend to claim the SEC championship. This is the 16th conference title in program history and is the first time since 2011 that the Gators have taken home the SEC championship. Finally, Florida baseball returns to the diamond tomorrow night at 6 when they take on in-state foe UNF. The Gators look to bounce back after dropping three straight games to the South Carolina Gamecocks. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nate Bilgeray. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. That's 802-341-4542. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000-square-foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. The podcast, Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, retells stories from Greek and Roman mythology, from gods and goddesses to heroes and monsters. 
explore the weird and often awful things the ancient deities were up to. When it comes to Malenui, people want to take this idea of the romance of Hades and Persephone to a happy ever after. Listen to Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, wherever you get your podcasts. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, but you see, our ladies like theirs covered in dirt and chalk. Play ball! We are your home for Gator Softball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and online at WRUF.com. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Our final segment today, and you know what I hope? I hope we get some rain. I'm going to have to do a dance or say it's dry as a bone around here. We need some rain before the uh, summer starts, which will be in not too distant future. Um, and, you know, going back to the previous question, I mean, we all, if you're a general manager, you get judged by, at least in part, by who you draft and how successful they are, Right? What happens if you draft a player and he's not successful for you, you trade him, and he's successful? Who's that on? Well, the GM can say, I was right. I, I, I had him. We didn't coach him up right or he didn't work out. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Why? Do, let's take a baseball player, right? You go, you're, you're on a team – and you don't do a whole lot, and you get traded, and all of a sudden you hit 40 homers. Well, does that mean – and it just happens once in a while. Um, okay. Elliot just came to my producer, and he said uh, he's a big NBA guy. So he wants to go over some of the games tonight and pick who, will, who may win or not. Um, so we'll do that. Let's start with the Heat because that's obviously you know the, the most local team in this thing. Um, all right, who you got? Heat and Bucks. To me, I feel like the Bucks, because I feel like this is the game where they can't let anything, they have to win this one. To me, this is like, it, it, it's go big or go home, really. Um, you know, I, I think Giannis is still kind of ruled out, but um, as a team, like, when it's the playoffs, you this is when you need to show that you can't rely on your star player. So I, 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 I personally think the Bucks are going to win it tonight, and let like I, we can't let an eighth seed beat us. Like you know, what do you think, Steve? I don't know. Um, not having Giannis is a big deal, obviously. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go Miami, and then the other ones, Memphis and the Lakers. I, I got to go Lakers. I do too. I, I I think there's something about the Grizzlies where they, the Lakers have you know they they got you know we know who's on the team at this point. Um, 
I just feel that the Grizzlies are like a very young, talented team, but they don't have that enough like synergy. They don't have that that I don't know. They they just they can't. I don't know. There's something about the Lakers that you know they obviously have won a few years ago. You know, obviously in the bubble, but I don't know. There's something about it that it's like. I feel like they can do it, you know, at the end. I, th- I think that the, you know, the scoring's doing really well. LeBron is still executing very well. Anthony Davis is, you know, still producing with the rebounds. I, you know, I just think that, I think they might be able to, to, to pull this tonight. Okay. Those are the two games coming up tonight. By the way, I forgot to do this, and I apologize. Uh, somebody called about softball and wanted to know why Florida wasn't pitching well, and I, I mentioned um, they got, they have, the top-ranked recruiting class coming in next year. Um, multiple Gatorade Player of the Year winners. Um, so that, I think, speaks for itself. And they're going to get immediate help um, in the circle as well um, because you've got a young lady named Roth Rock, who's very good, uh, Brown, who's very good, uh, Brown, in her junior year, I don't know what she's doing this year, hit 4.05, ERA of .46 with 335 strikeouts. That's pretty good. Rothrock is supposedly the top prospect in, by Softball America. At least she was a year ago. Um, she had 14 homers, also an ERA of .7 with 382 strikeouts. Does that necessarily translate to college with the number of strikeouts? No. But generally, if you're a power pitcher, you're a power pitcher. So that help is on the way. Two last emails in our last three or four minutes here. You're going to get a quick call, then you can. 392-8255. Gator baseball plays UNF. Saw they played an epic game against FSU a while back. How good is Coach Parenton's team? Um, well, look, I, I love TP. Always have. Good guy. Um, he, he knows what he's got, and he's got to worry about conference play. That's his deal, right? They... I think probably hit it a little better than they pitch it because their team ERA is high. It's higher than Florida. I don't know exactly what it is. It's like six or seven. Um, But he'll piece it together. He'll be competitive. Um, Always is. Um, And if you look at them um, game by game, uh, they had gotten hot. They played uh, Central Arkansas, beat them two out of three, they beat South Florida in that epic game with Florida State. They won 15-14, to 14, and then they played Liberty, who's pretty good, and uh, they lost two out of three. So of late, uh, they're like five and six and four in their last ten. Uh, so, you know, okay, and we'll see how they do tomorrow. And then we'll get hopefully Coach Beezer, Beezer on here from Missouri later on in the week to talk about his Tiger baseball team. Harold is our next to last emailer, and he says, uh, 
Gator baseball and softball are struggling, but if you take a step back, and Steve, I heard you say this, it's relative because, let's face it, they're both in the top 25. Florida baseball's in the top 10. I'd like to struggle that way. Well said. That's the bar that's set with those two sports. That's just how that is. In the same way, LSU baseball is that way because of their rich history of winning as many national titles as they did. And remember, they just played Ole Miss, the worst team in the league, and they swept them. But yesterday they won 7-6. to six. It isn't like they blew Ole Miss out. Auburn beat Mississippi State 12-11. to 11. And Missouri was competitive against Alabama on a on a last game of the series. It was a three to two Alabama win. So there you go. Uh, our thanks today to Gator men's golf coach J.C. Deacon. Got to get him on right after they won the SEC the way they did. And I'm glad a lot of fans caught the way that they did that. The the amount of golf they had to play. Had a topple number one Vanderbilt to do that. Very cool. Glad to have him on today. And to Kevin Doling, who's leaving uh, the head coaching position of uh, football at PK Young High School to be an offensive coordinator at uh, another school out of the area, uh, Tacoy Creek. Tomorrow, hopefully Brad Spielberger here from Pro Football Focus to talk last-minute details, changes, anything he thinks about the upcoming NFL draft. And tomorrow, we had one person do it today who's a Bucks fan, but there's other teams. You know, what if anybody a Lions fan or a Vikings fan or a Seahawks fan? If you are, I want to hear from you, and you can let us know tomorrow who you think you would pick and then who you think they're going to pick. That's our show for today. Thanks to Elliot for producing it. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Enjoy the rest of your day. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. In the South, it's always college football season. And the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. head coaches the goat (laughs) just made the worst mistake you can in spring check oliver show on a monday how is everybody today missed y'all the past couple of days uh who do we have we had matt moscona last thursday he was on my show while i was in his backyard i guess 
And I went to New Orleans Wednesday. Y'all knew that. I told y'all that. Uh, Wednesday after uh, yeah, after Wednesday's show, I went to New Orleans for a getaway. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Dan, remind me to talk about New Orleans. Uh, and it's not just, hey, I went here and had this. It's uh, it's it's sort of a, 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 a flyover, a bird's eye sort of conversation. I want to talk about New Orleans in particular. But uh, So Matt Moscona was in, and obviously y'all know him from our Baton Rouge Philly. And then on Friday we had Heath. And Heath from 107.5 in Columbia, and then also the Chuck Oliver Show this past Friday. So I'm back, and I appreciate it. Now, told you, this coming Thursday, very important scheduling note. For anybody who's in the footprint of the show, if you want to come hang during the first round of the draft, I believe that's a, a verb that I can live up to. I'll hang. Uh, during the first round of the draft, I'm actually going to be on the radio. So if you want to come to Harris Valley River this Thursday evening, I'm going to 